0: Don't. Don't open that box.
1: What have you done? You shouldn't have opened it. You shouldn't have opened it. Open it. Open it. Open
0: Hello, you're listening to Spin Polish Presents The Mystery Box. I am one of your hosts, Ryan Swinsky. And I am Bartek Kasprzyszak. Are you a host? Yes. Or are you a listening person that's just intruded? I'm a host. You are a host? I'm a host. You're a host? I'm a host. Of Spin Polish Presents? Yes. The show in which we're always spinning and we both happen to be Polish and we're presenting a show in which we do monthly... And we cover movies that are in a mysterious box filled with DVDs. This is a
2: really long question.
0: You're, you need a really good answer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have to start again. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, in which we... The answer's yes. Oh, good. So you've listened to the show before? Uh,
2: yes, I've listened to almost every episode.
0: Not every episode.
2: I haven't listened to the last episode Typical. and the most recent one.
0: Do we have a guest for this episode, Bartek?
2: Of course we do. What do you think the guy's are there for?
0: Oh, it's a guy. Huh? Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Who is it?
2: It's Mr. Oh, you're again here. Yeah. It's Will Brooks. It's the mystery box, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's Will's introduction. I'm wet. <laughs>
3: I'm Will. <laughs>
0: will, what double what, what, w what wet are a you ryan pleasure oh oh i'm wild so wet wild and will wet wild will wet wild will <laughs> that's his <laughs> new name that's his
2: cowboy name that he is... used to be
0: billy bob will but now he's wet wild will <laughs> so wet wild will we've got brought you in again To cover the mystery box, just because I missed you, I was like, we need to get Will back, I know we had him two episodes ago, but technically it would have been three episodes ago for us, but like, we missed Will, we needed him back, we had him for War Story, and I thought, well, we better apologise for that episode, because that episode's fantastic, but War Story fucking sucked, I know Bart's giving me the side <laughs> eye. He's like, I liked War Story. How dare you? I thought it was a I liked great. the episode. <laughs> Not the, the episodes episode. of War Story. Come <laughs> <laughs> well, um, on, be a guy. I'm just trying to be a guy. I'm just trying to be a guy. So, Will, we brought you back to pick a movie at random. Movie. Mm-hmm. Movies, projects, videos, DVDs, objects of desire that have been found secondhand, complete mysteries to us, including you. You came in and you, you picked something. Oh, things were picked. And what did you pick? That's actually good things. Yeah. I
3: cool. uh, when I unwrapped the uh, the the brown paper, there was I immediately saw that there was no cover on the DVD, which it does have an explanation. I opened it up, and it's the it's the the, the horror disc. the third disc of the horror no the thriller ten pack. Yeah. And the uh, this the, is pack the, three the of that. thriller ten pack three disc, disc three free. yeah disc three pack three. There's ten movies, though. But
0: what did you pick?
3: And the very first movie on the disc was Mr. Scarface.
0: Mr.
2: Scarface. Not M-R, but full-on spelled
3: M-I-S-T-R. All-blown Mr. Scarface. How
0: pumped were you when you picked a DVD with no cover, and and then when you opened it, it had three options of movies? Were you pretty pumped? I thought we were going to watch all three, so I'm like, this is going to be a really long episode. (laughs) Man, I really wanted to watch the second one. Yeah. But um, we'll get into that. Ryan has
2: alluded in recent months that there's one thing he's really <laughs> waiting for, and we'll happen to pick the disc that it's on, but it wasn't the default option on the menu. It wasn't the
0: first one. But next time it's picked, Ryan. Hopefully next time we'll <laughs> get that spooky movie. <laughs> so we picked, we got Mr. Scarface, a complete mystery to us. <laughs> this film was found at an op shop, of course, in a thriller pack Thriller Pack 3, 10-movie pack, and all of these movies looked fantastic. I had to grab it. It looked unique. It looked scary. It looked chilling. Mm -hmm. I'm aroused looking at it. And um, the cover of it, you know, it's very generic. Like, you have a bunch of pictures of every movie except for Mr. Scarface on the cover. But don't worry. He's on the spine. He's on the spine. (laughs) And then on the back, it shows you the individual posters for each one. And Mr. Scarface's one is very simple. It's got that red to black gradient background. Mr. Scarface's giant face, like, yeah, j- just Jack Palance's horrible face looking like he's doing a Zoolander. <laughs> like, yeah. he's doing a Blue Steel. <sighs> Blue Steel with a bit of Dirty And then Harry. underneath it are just pi- pictures from the movie, like a guy getting kicked through glass, people playing, uh, uh, pool or poker or something my favorite thing in movies poker yeah and a guy dying in someone's arms and that's the cover <laughs> and, and just to establish the uh, mystery
2: box lore this uh, <laughs> lore. <laughs> this thriller pack three has four discs of which the 10 films are separated on so uh, there's of all the things in the mystery box Four of them are from this thriller pack.
0: So it's going to be exciting. There will be,
2: hopefully, nine episodes in this whole series where we go (laughs) through this big pack. Nine more, that is.
3: Before we continue, may I clarify something for the listening people? Yeah, we'll allow it. Because there may be some confusion... Because oh, I sure. said, this, well, oh, there'll be fucking confusion coming, but <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get to that confusion later. This particular bit of confusion is I said, oh, the DVD didn't have a cover, but then Ryan was just talking about the cover. So to clarify, the 10 pack has, it has to a be cover, separated. but then the discs were put into blank Because ones. if we had it in the
0: box, people would just choose the big one. <laughs> the big box? Yeah. Inside and the box? It would be a mystery. No, it would be, oh, it's the 10 pack. Unless I spitefully put in random DVDs in the 10 pack. You put, yeah, you put discs in different boxes. <laughs> oh, that would be annoying. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> uh, because then we have to open up another box to get the cover like... of that movie.
2: <laughs> okay, well, this is the Mr. Scarface cover, so it's not going to be Mr. Scarface.
4: That's the Scarface. He's bad news, I can tell you. Just looking at him, and my ass all twitches.
0: Mr Scarface.
4: Yes. I mean yeah. Before what?
0: we even put the movie on. We we, we saw the menu as one of those generic menus. Yep. We all kinda went, Okay, it's gonna be Mr Scarface, it was Mr. Scarface. Before we even started, what did we think we were gonna get out of this movie? Um, so I kind of forgot that it was a thriller
2: pack. I thought it was a horror pack.
0: Don't worry, it doesn't- it didn't matter. Yeah, it really didn't. <laughs> Or at least I'll- Because this isn't a thriller either. I
2: thought- I thought that it was going to be a spooky movie of some sort. Because yeah, it, right? Yeah, um, I, uh, and I saw a little bit of that small cover on the back of the thriller pack, and I thought, oh, okay, so- Obviously, Mr. Scarface is this gentleman here, and he's the villain. Yeah. Um, I guess he's going to terrorize some good folks.
0: Right, so you thought he was going to be like a Freddy... <laughs> like he's going to be like a spooky presence that's going to haunt people. I don't. I honestly don't know Stalk what I was them. thinking. But <laughs> you, you, he's Michael
2: Myers. I thought he was going to be scary in some regard. Will. And he was, but... No, he wasn't. <laughs> You're fucking a fucking liar. What, you mean when I was laughing at his scar because it looked like a teardrop?
0: Will, get into the scar. <laughs> Will. What did you think you were going to get when Um, you saw it was going to be Mr. Scarface? I um,
3: heard the word Thriller, but I, again, didn't, like Bartek, I didn't register and I thought (laughs) horror. So I thought, oh, there'll be some sort of supernatural horror (laughs) (laughs) elements going on here. (laughs) (laughs) There were some things that were not natural in this movie. Hey, leave the kitten alone. It's not a supernatural (laughs) movie.
0: (laughs) I guess I'm the odd one out. Because I did remember it was a Thriller Pack. I did also think there was going to be horror because the rest of them look like more horror movies. Yeah. But here's the thing, I knew immediately to disregard whatever those things were, and I just thought it's going to be a gangster movie because it's called Mister Scarface, and obviously when you allude to that, you're alluding horror gangster, supernatural gangster. No, you're alluding to Al Capone, right? Yeah. And 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 obviously Scarface, the movie, you know, with Al Pacino, not Scarface, the original from the forties. So I thought it was just going to be a gangster movie. I just went, oh. And I said even before we started, like when I pressed start, I was like, oh, you know what this is going to be? This is going to be like an Al- a cheapo Al Capone movie. And I was wrong too. <laughs> like <laughs> It's not that either. It's a movie at least. Yeah. At least I could say this was a feature film. It didn't just meet the standards of being a feature film, but it also wasn't just the length. It did have a three-act structure. I did understand what was going on. Sometimes I didn't understand the choices, but I understood what the movie was doing. I just didn't care. And you know what... Play the (laughs) clip from Magic Kid 2, Ryan, in which I just had the guy go, I don't care. I don't care. You know, it also met other
2: standards. It met the standards of two gentlemen named Lloyd and Michael.
0: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) The first big laugh that we had. Not just laugh, shock. (laughs) Shock we had. We didn't expect the Troma Films logo to (laughs) pop up and welcome us at the beginning of this movie. Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Hurz's name. We didn't expect this to be a Troma Presents movie. And as soon as we saw that, we got an expectation of what it was going to be. But... Quickly, we realised that expectation could be false because Bartek, you mentioned that they don't just make movies, they acquire other movies and promote yeah, like them. Like Cannibal the
2: Musical for people that follow
0: Pictures Power*. Wow. Pictures Powwow. Exactly, like they they buy art stuff and do that. So then I got really worried mm. because this movie looks really old. Well, specifically, <laughs> we were
2: joking that he was gonna turn up. Then I said that, and we're like, oh, he's not gonna turn Man, up.
0: Man, if he turned up in this movie as Scarface.
2: <laughs> so, so Ryan, what is trauma for people that don't know?
0: Trauma is a trash pile. Um, no, trauma are people who uh, make C grade, D grade movies. They're below B. Yeah. <laughs> They make B-grade, like, not even B-grade, C-grade movies for cheap. B-grade. They do straight-to-video for the most part, I think. I th- yeah. I think pretty much. I think so. Uh, I would love it if they had one that was in release in cinemas and we were like, oh, yes, of course. They have a trauma Of face. course, my left foot. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> and they have a trom and it's basically yeah, Lloyd. Uh, what's his last name? Lloyd Kaufman. Co- Coff- Kaufman. Yeah, is the he's he just is the king of trash. He they make these trashy, sleazy <laughs> movies that are hysterically funny if you're in the right context for them. Such films as the Toxic Avenger, Sergeant Kabuki Man, uh, um, Oh, Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet, Nukem Nuke high, high, a few others of poultry uh, guys, Night of the Chicken Dead. Yeah, a great and. People have come out of Troma, like James Gunn originated from yep, he so or Troma. He directed or writ Tromeo and Juliet. I think he wrote Tro- uh, Tromeo and Juliet yeah. because he did a lot more writing at the beginning of his career, like Scooby-Doo. Yep. Uh, so when you see that the on-purposely funny trash movie company, like these guys aren't Asylum, okay? Like they're not like the Asylum movie company who make direct rip-off yeah, trash. Mockbusters. Mockbusters. Troma just makes silly, funny things that do kind of ape off popular things at the time yeah, and they and they love doing it and, we love and doing it's fun it, to watch and it's silly nonsense so when you see Troma's presenting this you're like oh it's going to be fun at least it'll be fun and we laughed a bit it wasn't fun but it was funny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to describe mm. Mr I want to keep saying Mr, Mr. Bones Mr Bones yeah
2: <laughs> Man, but I that mean, was MR Dot that
0: I was, uh, Mr. really <laughs> wish that this was Mr Bones <laughs> William Brooks, you've done a few mystery boxes on this show and you've had a wide range of types of movies. While we have had a few of very much the same types of movies. (laughs) That's true. You, on the other hand, have had a plethora of different types. Movies and homemade projects and TV shows you have had. What do you think about Mr. Bones In the plethora of ones you have covered Mr. Scarface
3: Fuck (laughs) (laughs) He really wants to say Mr. Bones Just let the man say Mr. Bones first
0: first What do you think (laughs) of Mr. Bones And then what do you think of Mr. Scarface (laughs) Well you gotta answer Um I
3: haven't seen Mr. Bones so I can't give an informed opinion on it Uh what did I think of Mr. Scarface Um Well (laughs) I have seen worse things, and I did enjoy components.
2: But compared to, like, the other Mr. box things you've seen? Overall, I,
3: it, Mr. Scarface is a bit too slow-paced and doesn't... Slow motion.
0: D- 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 oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> Slowly, but we will get there.
3: Um, I enjoyed parts of it. Not enough.
0: Where does it rank in Totem Pole? Um... <laughs> <laughs> You got frosty? You got robot. Save robots. the dream.
3: Save the dream. <laughs>
0: Stardust war story or something else, right? Ooh, um
2: that's it. Yeah.
0: And it's, this It's a tough choice Which is the best Which is the worst And where does this fall It's a tough choice It's Sophie's choice We usually save this To the end of the episode I'm asking now
3: yeah. <laughs> Oh fuck We're getting right into it I'm, I'm sweating honest, up a storm Because there's not much To talk about With Mr. Scarface Are, you sure? Are you sure I'm worried say Mr. Bones
0: <laughs> Mr.
2: Frosty
3: Um <laughs> Poor Will I, Look I can't put it Above Stardust <laughs> No that, one
0: can no That one can. took me
3: For a ride Stardust <laughs> So um But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start this episode off on a positive note. We're gonna be very very positive (laughs) here. I'm putting it number two. Number two. I'm going all the way. That's it. Mr. Scarface is number two.
0: (laughs) Take that, Frosty. Fuck Frosty. (laughs)
3: Take that, Tom Kenny. (laughs) How? Take that. Fuck Frosty. Fuck Frosty.
0: <laughs> Fuck Frosty. What if I could, Hanky
4: Panky? But I can't, so I won't.
0: Mr. Scarface is a gangster movie with an abstract beginning that feels like a stage performance mm-hmm. that does tie into the end of the movie, but it doesn't make any sense. For the majority of it and it never matches the stylistic choices of the feature film because the beginning of it is it's shot with like very little lighting they've got this weird slow motion effect where it's hard to tell whether they've actually shot it in slow-mo or the actors are just on purpose moving in slow motion it feels like a dream sequence yeah yet it's not it's a real sequence and when you break down everything that happens it's pretty literal and this it is done weird. the motivation for not the main character but another character yeah. who should be the main <laughs> character who is blonde but the child that witnesses the father being brutally murdered is brunette. Yes, was, the, so... was the
3: opening in black and white? Or am no, I mis- no, remembering no, it was just very dark It was just it very was dark. It was
0: so far ago in our brains that it is now in black and white because time <laughs> has passed so far Feverishly since that point
3: It was very dreamlike It was simply We were all
0: all stunned Because we are like So Lloyd What did Lloyd see in this (laughs) Is what we kept saying But we were like At first we were laughing Because he shoots the father Like five million times And he's in slow motion He falls down And the father gets back up In slow motion And he has to keep shooting And we're like Oh now it's a trauma movie Right Like he just (laughs) refuses to die but then he does die and the son gets out of bed while mr scarface is grabbing money off the floor and leaves the gun on the table like an idiot mm. and then well the film heard me it's it heard me go oh you idiot cuz the kid grabs a gun the gun gun's empty and mr scar mr scarface that's right mr scarbones he starts laughing and then goes back to the money. And then I'm like, you idiot, you should just hit the kid and grab the gun. And then he proceeds to slowly get up and hit the kid and grab the gun. And I'm like, okay, the movie heard me. It heard my complaints. This will be one of those movies in which I'm going to be a dick. But then the movie will go, ah, ah, ah. but then the movie proved that it wasn't capable enough of rising to that level. <laughs> We we hard cut to this red dune buggy car driving around in the streets of Italy and every single person in this movie except for Jack Palance is... Highly Italian names. All the credits were Italian.
2: But there was a part where it said it was an Italian-German co-production.
0: Yeah, I wonder where the Germans came in. Were they co-financing this and Thunderpants at the same time? (laughs) (laughs) Also, you admit this film's from the 2000s. Ah, yes, yes. (laughs) I think it is. We were all a bit worried, I think, when we saw all the Italian names because... We hadn't heard any dialogue yet. We hadn't heard any dialogue. And we all know, whether we've seen them or not... These Italian movies, let's talk about this. The Italian movies of the 70s, 80s, and 90s, in which they ape off some successful product, they're mockbusters. Yeah. And they have bad dubbing, and it's just cheesy action or rape. Strung together That's a lot of those Italian movies mm. And I was worried we We're going to get One of those no,
2: We did get a thing At the beginning That said this film Was M or MA And it was just Medium level violence But
0: then there was Nudity in the movie So I guess it didn't Really yeah. pay attention The the people In the Australian cri- Critics or whatever those, Classification board Yeah, They weren't watching That part
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think they fell asleep You well, in mean, right There's a Pack of ten films.
0: Well, have you seen many or if any of those kind of Italian sleazeball movies, including the spaghetti westerns? I, uh, I'll chuck those in. I am not
3: much of a sleaze man. I am a very classy <laughs> individual. I do not watch anything uh, that is not very high class, so I haven't... I don't even know Italy exists. I've never seen any Italian films ever. You hear that? And I don't know that Italy exists. You hear that? He's a good boy.
0: Now, Will, now your mum's not listening. I have never heard of Rome. (laughs) Now, Will, now that your mum's no longer listening to the podcast, could you tell us the real answer? (laughs) I
3: have read The Name of the Rose by Umberto Eco, but I didn't know he was (laughs) Italian, guys. I didn't know... I haven't seen the movie with Sean Connery, which I don't think is actually an Italian film. No, he's Irish.
0: Uh, he's not he is Irish. I, oh yeah, he is <laughs> Irish. Of course I forgot. Oh, no. Will thank you for that answer. Basic, what about you? Um, I've seen Django.
2: I've does Troll 2 count?
0: Yes. I've seen Troll I 2. I guess it counts. I mean that's made in America by some filthy Italians. <laughs> I have watched much of the cinema in my life, I must admit. There is a great movie called Bronx Warriors, which is a Mad Max ripoff in which the lead character's name is Trash. And I was worried that this was going to be one of those when we saw all the little Italian streets and the Italian names. And then it started out with... Kung Fu action. Yeah, it was like like,
2: seventies martial arts film music, and I was like, "Oh," and and I said that as a joke, but then one of the first scenes was like a choreographed fight scene,
0: and that was like one of the three in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. There are fights. Yeah, but they're not Kung Fu after no, that. No, they're not, no. Because biotech was like, oh, it is a Kung Fu movie. And I'm like, oh, no. I didn't, in my heart, I knew it wasn't, but I was hoping. Well, we couldn't know. We yeah. couldn't know because it did start out with, like, him beating up this old man. Our main character, Tony. hmm You know, white guy protagonist. Oh, and since we, just, Tony.
2: since we just saw that, you know, prologue scene, we assumed that, like, oh, this is the kid growing you up. You know, the
0: brunette guy who grew up to be a brunette guy? Yeah. It's him. He's our main character. Maybe he has something to do with that beginning scene. Mm-hmm. the The
3: Italian son bleached his hair. Mm. And then, mm. I don't know what that place is. I, I've I've never no. I don't know the boot, the boot land. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but you
2: know the shape. Oh fuck! I've been exposed. <laughs> Get him, boys. We didn't say <laughs> anything about do, the do, money do. being a
0: check. Do, do, arrest him. And then you hear like the Italian sirens. sirens. <laughs> so the movie is Italian. That's the movie. Uh, so what did you think, guys?
2: <laughs> well, Ryan, the spoken language, I don't know Italian, so I didn't understand a word Oh, of this they film. dubbed it really poorly. Oh.
0: <laughs> and we knew this immediately when we had some bad dubbing at the very <laughs> beginning that made us nearly shit ourselves laughing.
4: <laughs> Luigi sent me. I come to collect your weekly premium. You get nothing, fuck you. Don't tell me that, friend. Tell Luigi. I'm just his agent, but he wants his dough.
0: There were so many moments where this old man is getting harassed, and he's just like... He's like, why don't you fuck off? He says it like really. Why don't you t- fuck out of here or something? Yeah, then, then later he has one where it's like, he's something, yeah, it's like, fuck out of here. He used fuck as a verb. Yeah. That was the weird thing.
3: Why I don't think. you fuck away from here or something? Yeah. I can't
2: remember exactly
3: what it was, but it was bizarrely phrased.
0: But what made it better was then he got into like a five minute action sequence with this guy. <laughs> and we never see this old man again. <laughs> yeah, he's You he keep saying old man, but um, he was an old man. The guy he was, he older. was older than the he main was a guy. bit fit
2: though. He was a bit of a fit old. Yeah, man. he was a
0: fit old Italian man. He was like he's six... like a mechanic in
2: like a warehouse or
0: something. Yeah, he was working with horses. We knew this because we heard them off screen. <laughs> we going, didn't see any horses. Yeah, horses, horses and the buggies. and he had a whip <laughs> that they used.
2: I thought that was just a rope.
0: No, it was a whip. Okay. Because then the guy gets, the main guy, Tony, he gets whipped with it. He wraps it around his torso and says something like, Ooh, you like to play rough. <laughs> I'm like,
3: what are you, the mar- the Marquis de Sade? You are trying to tell me something?
0: I've had it here, now fuck out of here. He's a collector of money. Yes. And that's the plot. Tony collects money, and it's a big bad thing that he does because he shouldn't have collected it, even though his bosses asked him to. Yeah. And he then
2: does and then they're all upset. I think the IMDB description said that he's like a jaded worker of this mafia or whatever. Oh. He seemed like a pretty big go-getter to me. <laughs> he, he seemed really yeah, he seemed like he wanted to do the work and he like put down guys that
0: but uh, the I big, wish I the had, big had that. Twist, work, the big work ethic. twist to that though is Mr. Scarface is an evil gangster. Mr. Luigi's a good gangster. Our hero works for good gangster Mr. Luigi. Mr. Luigi's like, he owes me three million dollars. Could you go get this for me? And he's like, I can easily do that. I've got it all sorted. There's another guy in the game called Peppy who had a fight scene earlier with our main hero because he doesn't like him. And he's like, he'll fail. He sucks. And then he easily gets this money. Like, in one scene, he gets the money. I thought it was going to be, like, the whole movie.
2: Yeah, the movie's the plot to get the money.
0: But in the end, he gets the money real easy, and then everyone's flipping out. Like, he got the money! Fuck! We're fucked! Mr. Scarf is going to kill us all! Ah! Uh, uh, why did you do this? You fucked us! And I'm like, what? But the twist is that we don't know, and they don't know until later in the movie, is he also took $10 million as well hmm. for himself and handed them $3 million. So... Mr. Scarface is even more justifiably angry, and now Luigi and his gang are also justifiably fucked. But at the beginning, half of the movie, we don't know that fact, so we are sitting there going, why are they angry? He got the money. It's like if you did a GTA mission, and the mission was, go collect this thing, come back, and you did it, and then it said failure. Failure, you <laughs> got money. Like, like wasted, you got money. Oh, no. After we finish this episode, I'm going to be like, Ryan, we fucking did an episode. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if in two hands, Heath Ledger delivered the money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Exactly. And then
0: Brian Brown is like, we're going to kill you anyway. You delivered the money. It's like, what? It's so dumb. And that's the plot. Like, that's the central plot. And then other things happen. It's basically a lot of chase scenes, a lot of f- some fighting scenes, but a lot of people talking yeah. in rooms. And there's
2: an unimportant character named Rick somewhere in there.
0: Rick? And um, what was the old guy's name? No, oh, Napoli. Napoli. Uh, Trio of Heroes. The trios. That's basically the plot. Yeah. The rest of it are just funny moments. Funny moments
2: and slow moments. Of
0: interest, I should have said. Yeah. Moments of interest are the funny moments and the nothing.
4: You're beginning to tire me. If I have to fight you like this every week for what you pay our friend, what do you do if you owe more? One of us might get hurt. There's just
0: a scene halfway through this movie in which they're hanging out at Napoli's place who's this old guy who's, like, an old-school gangster guy who's past his heyday. Yeah. And um, he's, like, giving them first aid because yeah, T- of whatever
2: he Tony hangs out with him for, like, the whole thing. No, film. he keeps
3: his guns in his first oh, aid. That's right, he keeps kid, his but his there's guns. something else in there. And
2: also, just to establish when Ryan puts in audio, anyone with, like, a thick Italian accent is Napoli. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else has, like, you know, double American voices, but Napoli has an Italian accent going on.
0: Napoli's like, I go supply you guns. I keep them in my first aid cabinet. And the first aid cabinet opens and it makes that screeching noise. But what it actually is, is a small kitten meowing as it jumps out. And he goes, Naughty, how did you get in here? But the big problem is, this is on a wall. And there's no way the cat could have got in there and then closed the door on itself. It could only work if Napoli put him in there. And then opened it and was like, what are you doing in here? Like, it's so insane. He wanted to make Rick and, and we Tony never laugh. see that cat again. No, we don't. And we never saw it before. No, we didn't. So why is it
2: there? I thought it was a reference to the fact that Tony's first shirt in the film had a cat on it, but no. And it said the word Brazil. There, there, there's yeah. a
3: cat motif going on there.
2: there was a... Except there was only two things. What's well, there? no, there's a
3: lot of... There is pussy in the film, so I guess, you know... <laughs> oh, right, yes. They, the, the, the cat the, motif. The, the sluts, you gotta, the horse, you gotta use your them. brain. This is no. a high IQ film. <laughs> they want the pussy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they need a the bad pussy. You want a good girl, but you need the bad pussy.
1: And the Emmy goes to... David Benhoff, B.B. White, Game of Thrones.
0: This film has a very... Very unique style about it, and that style is it ends any plot line within one scene after it being established. <laughs> could you talk us through how our hero Tony decides Tony? to get three million dollars? And here's a bit confusing they treat this like this is America, but it's also still Italy. You know what I mean by that? I think so. They talk about could you clarify? I'm they talk stupid. about they have dollars, yeah. And they talk about like American things, but it's still in Italy. They still talk about Italian things as well. Like, which is it? They never decide which this is. Are they pretending like in a spaghetti Western that it's secretly in America, but it's filmed in Italy or Spain, or are they just Italians? Like, it never wants to truly land. It's on little. It's the- little Italy. It's Little Italy. <laughs> that's, that's the perfect answer. Now, Will, tell us how Tony uses his brains to get out of this pickle and get the $3 million. All right, so... And when Mr. I say Tony, I mean Mr. Rick. Mr. <laughs>
3: Scarface has um, has given this check to uh, Luigi's gang, um, but they're not sure how to get the money because it's like, oh, we catch the check. He's going to kill us. So they're yeah. like... Tony's like, I've got fucking no plan to do this. I guess I'll just go cash the check anyway. And Rick, who's staying at his house, who's at just, the some, time. Guy. He's uh, just some guy. Rick used oh, to. He, Rick used to work for Mr. Scarface. Yeah, that's right, yep. Mr. Mr. Scones.
0: He's still just some guy. Yeah, he's just some guy. He's, he's some guy that the film matter. decides is important. Just some pretty boy. Yeah.
3: Just some pretty blonde guy. Yeah. He's just some handsome blonde man. He's a blonde man. Yeah. Anyway, um, Rick. Rick has a fucking plan. Yeah. He's like we're first of all. I need an actor in his fifties with a dignified face. This is this is key. This is key information. If you're gonna pay to pay attention to anything <laughs> on this podcast, know that Rick needed an actor in his mid fifties with a dignified face. So they go to the bank. They've got this actor here, Scarface's to the, bank. Yeah, to Mr. Scarface's or his accounting firm. Or, s- or some kind of institution where he was performing um, illicit deeds I thought it was his office but His of- offices are fucking evil, Bartek
0: They're all <laughs> well, evil Well, it can't be his, of- his office Because his office in this scene is downstairs While well, we find out later his oh, office he's looking is, from is upstairs Like his financial, right. his financial, his financial It's a so place where he's laundering say, the money and things Let's just say his, 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 his business front His joint his, Where's the scratch? At the joint so. Um, yeah,
3: anyway, it had really rich, nice wooden doors. They were really nice. Yeah. They didn't want to shoot anyway, them. Anyway, <laughs> um, so Rick comes in dressed as... Um... No, it's actually Tony. Oh, it was Tony. Tony actually
0: did something. Well, I'm sorry, something. I wasn't paying
3: attention. Look, Tony did something. Rick came up with the... Of course, they recognised Rick. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, so it was Tony in disguise with this actor with the dignified face. And they're pretending to be investigators from the financial bu- uh, bureau. Yeah. Looking over the uh, records... And uh, the person running the joint, I believe it's, it's his number one henchman, Mr. Number one. Mr. Bones. It was the bloke <laughs> with the mustache. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Mr. Biscars. <laughs> That's it, Mr. Biscars.
3: Um, and he, he rings up Mr. Um, Scarface, Scarface yeah. and says, Oh no, they're looking for the books, boss. It's like, what are we going to do? And he's like, oh, you got to go in there. And you got to get my green book.
0: Just the green you know, Just a yeah Just the green one. Folder. The rest are fine, but the green's
3: yeah. the one with the sus stuff.
0: Yeah, you have to get my Oscar-winning movie
3: out of there. <laughs> you have to get the green book out of there before Spike Lee finds out. He's
0: going to be fucking pissed.
2: <laughs> yes, this film is from 2018.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's oh. from before, because that's the script for Green Book. 2017.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, so, saying, you're saying
0: Green Book's script wasn't kicking around in the 70s? <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've
3: got to compose myself, I've got to compose myself. Um, so, um, Mr. Scarface says, you've got to get the uh, script for Green Book out of there. <laughs> and so, um, his number one goes to do it. And uh, then Tony clarifies, it's like, oh, no, 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 you can't just, um, walk in there. Can't just walk in there, and it's like he makes sort of a he makes like a, a hand job gesture, which is supposed <laughs> to imply bribing. No, he
2: was doing like a like eat something. No, gesture. but Will and I both saw it. And was it was eventually like a, a wanking, gesture. wanking gesture. No, no, no th- there was a first one where it was like a you know like an eating bring, gesture. Yeah, then yeah, there was that up. one that looked like a wanking one.
0: Elaborate Italian let's, sign language. Let's not get caught up on the little hand gestures details. <laughs> let's focus on the fact that Will is telling us about the fact that the Green Book script is stuck in this room with his dignified face. It's stuck in there with the um, the actors
3: in uh, Mr. Scarface's office in this particular institution. Mm. And the Green Book's there, and that's uh, that script's got all kinds of sus stuff in it, so they got to get that out there. But it's like... Tony in disguise tells his number one, "It's oh, he can't just go in there. You know, you never know with this guy. You've got to you got to bribe him. You got to bribe
0: him, and you got to bribe him good. I mean, you don't just bribe him for the crime, the the fine it would cost for your tax evasion, right? But you got to cost, you know, if you've got other shit in there. And I guess they all come to the conclusion, like, yeah, you know, for a policeman, just some policeman with no badge or anything." We should give him at least $10 million. That's what I mean when they don't figure out if it's American or Italian, right? Because $10 million is a lot of money in, like, American dollars. Yeah. But in Italian money, right, you know, there's a no difference. Is it still, a, like, a fuck tongue or what? Because they treat it like, oh, no. Yeah, the exchange rate, yeah. So, like, this is what I mean. Like, is it America or is it Italy? This is the problem that the movie never grapples with because it says, Mamma Mia, unironically. Yeah, well, that's that's <laughs> the only problem because I, I get don't the green book.
3: know yeah. the exchange rate of Italian yen. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Um, so th- it's like, oh, you got to bribe him. And so they bribe him this uh, with obscene a blue amount. So they bring this blue folder in that has the money slipped in, you know, to be, to be on the down low. You
0: mean the blue book?
3: Blue book, yes, yes, the blue book, <laughs> the, the folder, the blue book, the blue book.
0: You know the the famous blue book with the alien information in it. Yeah, go on. They brought it down. So <laughs> that film
3: comes out next year. Bring that into Bride. TV show, yeah, actually. the the the, uh, the actor with the dignified face. But but uh, wait, th- this was a point of confusion and contention <laughs> well, for not us in for the me. <laughs> audience. All right, look for people who are paying fucking attention and have like. A triple digit IQ, it's not that confusing, but I was pretty lost because I swore that when he put the blue book with the bribe into the room, I thought the green book had somehow mysteriously vanished. But no, he just put it on top of the green book and walked away. How the fuck did he disappear the green book? He wasn't, no one's been in the room before
0: this. Well i got a serious question, and I know your mum's listening now, so she might answer this. Did you ever get object permanence? No, it's too much. It's too complicated. <laughs> you me. can still see the book as the green... No, no, but Will's object permanence isn't as strong. But you can still he see saw, the no, green book. He saw something go on top of it, and he only saw the thing that's on top. The rest... Gone. But you can it's see gone. The rest. Yeah, but we can see it. He can't. His object <laughs> permanence is fuck compared to us. Bartok, you're standing on your high ground being like, I can see things. And poor Will. No, no, but I'm He's saying. He's still got like no object I'm permanence. Blind. I'm saying that
2: the green book was still visible though. So object I permanence is.
0: Th- I know Object that. permanence is no, no, no. when you
2: don't see it at all.
0: I'm... Yeah, but when a person still covers it. their face, you can still see that they got a head, right? As a baby. And then they move their hands like, oh my god, everything's here. Will still has object permanence <laughs> problems. We do not. So, even we, partial. So look, okay. The yeah, yeah, green book's right. there. We understand. The green book was
3: there. <laughs> it was
2: always there.
3: Look, I don't know for sure. I'm in the recording studio in Ryan's house. I don't know if any of the outside world still exists.
0: See? See, my door has soundproofing on it, but you can still see there's a door. But Will, he can't see anything. It's just soundproofing. That's it. Here. This, it's like this room void. is all there
2: is. So how's he talking about this movie?
0: Well, he saw the film. It's a memory now. Right, but it just doesn't exist anymore. Like Italy. I mean, the movie's in the room. I mean, well, it's memory now. Right. But it's not physically in front of him, so he's not getting every detail right. I mean, what he's forgetting in this sequence is the man with the dignified face is director Peter Farrelly, and he's just going to take this and get an Oscar win out of it. And the
1: Oscar goes to... Green Book. Green Book has five Academy Award nominations this year, winning three Oscars: actor in a supporting
0: role, original screenplay, and best picture. This should have been the movie. Him slyly getting the money, doing all these things, infiltrating this gang. Double Cross, Mega Cross—it should be, be like a Miller's Crossing. We just covered this on Pictures Power a while back, and that movie had a very similar thing and could have been where like one gang member infiltrates another gang and plays both sides against each other, and then the balance is restored. This could have been that, but instead the movie—it's just like, oh, I got the money in one scene, I gave it back, and now it's a problem because the movie needs to continue. Yeah. that's the only reason there's a problem with him getting the three million dollars then they add later that he actually took 10 million and only gave them three that's a real problem but why is it initially a problem when he gives them three million dollars because to them they're like that's what he owes us you got to go get that and then he does unless the movie would have been smarter and they were doing it on purpose thinking that he would die doing so but Luigi genuinely likes him Tony yeah. Well, well, well,
2: well, well, Pepe, he doesn't like him. He just bitches around.
0: Pepe, Pepe's a cunt. Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> I was thinking of Pepe Le Pew, yeah. I keep wanting to call him Pepe Le Pew. Is I it, don't. is it Pepe or Pepe? Which one was he? Because I think they pronounced it both ways. Um, which is he? The meme or the skunk? Because <laughs> in the end, he does turn out to be a skunk of a character. He does kill I Luigi they, in the face. Call, I think they call him Pepe. Pepe. maybe long stockings. That scene was Pip. absurd, and it's probably still the best scene in the movie. Like as a scene, yeah, because stuff was happening, and it was it, there was, and it was a smart plan. Yeah, I thought it was genuine. Like, oh, this is, this is This is clever. He just forgot to pick up the green book. Well, yeah, we thought he was going to pick up the green book, but instead he put it on top. I think the logic is. The bribe, you know, like yeah. now you don't touch it kind of thing, is mm. what uh, the, the, assumption, on top. the assumption is. Yeah, like, But his hey, it assumption was on top. His like
2: instructions were to get it, though, so that's, what, I guess, what we were stuck on.
0: We were stuck on the small details of hand gestures and object permanence.
4: We have to find an actor with a strong face, with authority, distinguished, about 50.
0: What about this movie makes it so dull?
2: So, for every scene that we can talk about that's, you know, fun, that we had a laugh in, that had a good line, that brought up a conversation, there were like two or three more scenes where we were just waiting for something to happen to entertain us. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is that it? Is that the only reason?
2: I'm sure there are other reasons, but I think that was the main thing. Like, there were many times where we just brought up, this is so slow.
0: Yeah. It's slow. It's it's old, like the, the quality of the film is really old, scratchy, crappy.
2: Yeah, there were like... F-
0: Splotches and imperfections. The very
2: top line of the screen, like 60% of it had white lines going across it. These
0: it was, weird
3: little white lines, like That's stitches. okay,
0: as long as the movie could be interesting. But the big problem is we have these little spurts of humour hmm. that are unintentional. And then... The rest of it is just this slow-plotting gangster plot that doesn't even make sense. Because the movie needs to continue.
2: Yeah, and it insists on having the twist of, like, oh, 10 million.
0: Yeah, but then the actual twist is, ah, Rick is the guy from the beginning. Spoiler alert. Yeah,
2: the pretty boy that didn't seem to do much at the start. But then started doing everything. And
0: the big problem I have overall, other than the scenes being dull and slow, is the big problem of the script as well as the movie is, and I kept saying it during the movie, Tony shouldn't have been the main character of this movie. He should have been, like, the kicking-off point, but he shouldn't have been the main character. It's like if you watch Casablanca, and instead of Rick being the main character in Casablanca, which is ironic, because the actual main character of this movie should also have been the character of Rick, but if it was Peter Lorre was the main character in Casablanca, the guy who had the papers... Like, that wouldn't have been as interesting. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Because Tony is basically that character. He's the one who takes the money, but he doesn't have anything more. Except for they want to have this thing where it's like, he wants to go to Brazil. But why? Should we
3: explain the significance of Brazil in this movie?
0: He has a cousin there. The end. Like, that's it. And the cousin seems to be doing well for himself. Except for at the end, you find out he isn't.
4: Twist. Oh, you know, because you hadn't been helping us from up there, we'd have been cooked by now. Cooked. Maybe Napoli's right. Well, where to? What do you mean, where? To Brazil. We can finally visit okay, my cousin. But he hasn't got a cent anymore. He went broke? Twice. He even called me the other day from Rio. He tried to put the bite on me. He's flat on his ass, hasn't got a pot to piss in. In fact, he's cleaning the <laughs> beach at Copacabana.
2: Yeah, um, after the first scene, the fight scene with the old guy, the mechanic, um, he goes to this guy's house, and uh, that guy also did like the weird hand signs, and we...
0: Yeah, we thought he was going to be more important in the movie! He was just going to another guy's house to get money. And, and he, yeah, he was a really weird guy, because it was like, is he... Can he speak? He's this old guy who's got this very slicked hair and very fake-looking moustache, but it's a real moustache? <laughs> yeah. I don't know... It was so odd, him. He was just like... And he got out of bed with this sexy lady. Young, sexy lady. And mm. he opens the door. He's in his pajamas. And the guy's like, So, I'm Tony. You owe money. You gonna give me the money? And, and he's, and he's, and he's like, like shrugging like, What are you saying? I don't know what you... What? Like he's some old Alzheimer's guy who <laughs> doesn't speak a single word of English. See, that's what I mean. Like, is it America? Or is it Italy? Decide which you're gonna go with. Is this an immigrant Didn't from did Pepe Italy say he
3: was... Paralyzed and then he's Yeah. Not. He's
0: like yeah, he's an old paralyzed guy. Should be no problem. The guy's fucking walking. <laughs> and then after he closes the door, yeah, he's and he's talking fine. He's spry no, that was the best that was one yeah. of the best stubs moments where it's like you got this old guy who's like
4: I do not I d I d I don't I don't know what you say.
0: And then, as soon as he closes the door, he he still walks like he's this frail old man. Turns to the woman, and goes, "All right, I gotta get out of here." And like immediately, <laughs> immediately, you get an understanding of who his <laughs> character was. And until you just brought up now that he existed in the movie, I forgot about him. Yeah, I completely forgot about him. And now that I remember, I sh- I was like, "Oh yeah, I thought he was gonna be important. I yeah. thought he was gonna be like this, something important." He had this really like weaselly look about him, and the way he the way the dubbing did it and the acting of it is he's pretending, then immediately, and then he sends a bunch of guys to go kill uh, Tony. Yeah, and Tony even has, like, a word with his woman at one point. And it feels like it's this, uh, ah, he did it again, kind of like, you know, yet this is the first time he's met these people. Yeah. I thought he was going to come back, this old guy, but he never came back. Again, don't get used to people in this movie.
2: Yeah, the old mechanic and this guy are basically just set up to show what Tony's like. Eh, get the fuck out! (laughs) The
0: film
3: has trouble with object permanence
4: Yeah, it really does Well, the best I can do is come back this afternoon So, this afternoon's no good either, huh? I'd hate to have to mess up that nice hair of yours
0: We keep calling the movie Mr. Scarface Indicating that Mr. Scarface is One, in the movie a lot Mm -hmm. And two, a character Uh, The third thing is He's neither of the first two things he is just a guy in the movie. He, like, and that's fine. You can have movies named after characters that are actually important, mm. but the movie feels like he should be important because they do have him in there, but he doesn't do anything yeah every, like, they make it sound like he himself is a powerful scary gangster not just he has power it's like you do not mess with him because he personally will fuck you up and we never see him do anything yeah and every time you see him because
2: he is the face and the title of the film and like the main actor i guess he's a, his well-known actor, yeah, a well-known actor yeah well-known american actor every time you see him you are at attention because you think okay something's gonna happen with this guy and that's okay, but then towards the end of the film, what they end up doing with him, it's like, oh. He kills one person in the dreamy sequence at the beginning. That's it. Yeah, and then the climactic scene of the film. Is he goes on like a jump! Yeah, the, tri- the climactic scene of the film, he dies like at the beginning of it, and then there's just this really long sequence. He <laughs> uh,
0: he's also, his last words were when he died, he was thinking he was doing a drug deal. His men get all shot and killed around him, and the guy monologues, and he just goes, so what, we're not making a deal? <laughs> so he's even dumb as well as as useless.
3: It's it's very strange, because in his first scene, when he walks into the um, the, the,
2: the gambling house... Or the, yeah, the pool, hole know, or pool hall, or whatever. Yeah, the first time you see him in the present. Yeah. People over and it's like,
3: oh, fuck! They're all intimidated. It's like, oh, God, we can't fuck with this guy. And then by the end of it... He like the Rick shoots his number one henchman. Ryan Ryan and then has a go at him and he's like, Oh wow, we're not gonna make a deal (laughs) (laughs) Like he's such a pathetic I can't believe
0: this (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, despite his scary scar, like nothing came of it. He's called Scarface and that's obviously alluding to the Al Capone and Al Pacino comparison, right? He did not have a real scar, obviously, but they didn't have a huge scar on his face to the point in which most of the movie were like, why doesn't he have a scar on his face? There was a point where I pointed it out and Brian said, no, that's not it. And I was like... I thought it was
3: a vein on his face. Yeah, it looked a lot like a vein.
0: And then we realised it was a scar and it's like a small scar that looks like a teardrop from his eye. Yeah. Which could be an awesome thing. Like, if they made it a big one or whatever and... But no, he has this tiny little scar, and they call him Scarface. It's like Bartok, you said, you have a scar on your head. Yeah, my forehead. No one calls you Scarface. No, because it wouldn't make sense, because it's just like hidden by my fringe. Uh, uh, Yeah, exactly. Well, you hide it. He can't. It's on his cheek. Yeah. But it's still so ludicrously tiny. Mm. Like, did Jack Palance, the actor, just go, Nah, nah, I'm not sitting in the makeup chair. Not sitting in that chair. You just, uh, give me one of those those temporary tattoos on my face, I guess, <laughs> like, of a white mark, and that'll be fine, and the and, audience will know.
2: And, like, every time he, like, you couldn't see his lips, but you could see the scar, it just looked like he was crying for real, like, he was sad. <laughs> and I kept laughing at that.
0: Here's the thing, though. Great acting from him. Like, they did dub him, I think. It didn't sound like Jack Polance to me, but, like... He looks genuinely intimidating. He looks odd. He he's menacing, but he never actually physically does anything in the movie. I made a joke before like or I made a joke while watching it that it feels like a complaint more so that anyone can come up to him. Like anyone yeah. could come up to him and that feels so weird like in gangster movies like this it doesn't feel like i could walk up to don colione and just walk up to him and be like hey don like uh, anyone could walk up to scarface in this in this world yeah and no hostilities are met to these people yeah, just like and, and he's like hey what's up yeah it feels like i could walk into his office and be like yo i got a deal for you and he's like do tell. There
2: were many times where you, Ryan, were also pointing out, like, why doesn't Scarface just kill the person that's right in front of him?
0: Or why don't people have guards that actually guard, like, Peppy later? He gets murdered by Rick, and he's in, like, an office, but he doesn't have any guards. Why? There were, like, a million
2: people playing pool in, like, the next room behind, like, a screen, but other than that, yeah. It's so...
3: He didn't even have a door, he just had a curtain.
4: I'm paying for Luigi, huh?
3: May I yes, bring may. up a point? Is, is it okay to jump right as to many the climax of the film?
0: Yeah, jump us to the climax. Give us a good orgasm.
3: All right, we're jumping there. <laughs> um, it, it's weirdly structured, the final battle. All right, so you've got Mr. Scarface, right, who's your main antagonist. You've got his number one, the, the bloke with the mustache. And then, you got and then you've got 11 other guys. Then you've got some sort of, then you've got a bunch of randos. The mooks. And then, but you've sort of got some other guys who've sort of shown up before. Like, there's that bloke with the kind of flowing hair yeah and there's who, a like, guy smacked in the, a guy with a gun. And there's a guy right.
0: in a blue suit that we've seen before, yeah. So, you
3: know, he's got some distinct henchmen, but it's weirdly structured the final battle because they kill the number one right off the bat, and he's like, Oh, what, we're going we to make a deal? And then they kill... Mr. Scarface pretty anticlimactically. Yeah. Then they kill off the other prominent henchmen pretty quickly as well. And then
0: you have nine minutes nine of, minutes of time. just fighting random guys It's like backwards, <laughs> isn't it? It's like the wrong way around. Yeah, it's completely backwards. Like I don't mind necessarily that you kill the main antagonist and then you have a shift. Like, spoiler alert for Django Unchained, but they did a very similar thing in which you kill the main antagonist and you still have twenty minutes left. Of the movie, mm. right? That happens. And you still have a movie because you still have another prominent character to go off of, Samuel or, Jackson's or character. Or the organization
2: has a plan that the death of its leader you know, won't stop it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, but more so that there's another prominent character. So say yeah. if they killed Scarface, you still have the number one guy. You still had him, but they killed him first, and then Scarface, and then you're left with a bunch of random people you don't know. And they kill him like they they kill him in like reverse, like you said, reverse order. It's like yeah. the
3: most prominent henchmen we've seen the most of get off really quickly, and then it's just extras. They're
0: fighting extras. It's like if and you, some of them look the same too. It's <laughs> they like, might have been
3: the same guys. It's not <laughs> impossible.
0: It's like if you played a Crash Bandicoot game, and you killed Engine. And then cortex, and then went back for Ripperoo, and, like, so... <laughs> and then pum pum. He's just, <laughs> just sleeping in his bed. <laughs> yeah, like like, and you ended it with pum pum. <laughs> no, no, no. You 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 ended it by the first level. <laughs> Going to the beach <laughs> yeah, 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 no, 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 exactly It's not even necessarily playing it backwards It's playing in the wrong order Like, yeah. you kill no, That's not even the I'm not even saying the first game What was the f- scientist one in the first game? Embryo en- Yeah, en- Embryo, yeah, Embryo You kill Embryo And then you get Cortex Then you go back to the first chapter of the game And end there <laughs> Like, it's so ludicrous. On a freeze dumb. frame <laughs> On a freeze frame of you on a bridge And that's it Like, you know, like, it's so dumb Yeah, the last fight sequence in this movie, we have to mention it now because the rest of the movie, like, it's just comedy bits. There's no real dramatic, poignant scenes. We've talked about getting the money scene and the final battle. Those are the most dramatically, structurally unique, interesting, or flawed. The rest of them are just scenes of people talking and planning but the plans aren't interesting. Like, the plan of, we need a guy with a distinguished face. You, you immediately go, what are they going to do? <laughs> and then they show you, and you go, you know what? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know, like, you're not, like, thrilled necessarily, but you're not, like, disappointed. You're like, ah, eh, that's a good plan. The big problem is, you mentioned it just a moment ago, why doesn't Scarface kill anyone in this movie, Right. I kept asking that. The big thing is, though, Scarface never has that moment of retaliation that actually works, Mm. or even threatening. The most threatening thing he does is send three guys over halfway through the movie to get them, and that's it. Is that the chase scene with Tony through the streets? No, no. I'm talking about when when they they attack at the the Halleys. Oh, Oh, right, right, yeah. Yeah, when they attack at the Pizza the pizza man's house Napoleon's house or whatever his name was. Mr. Napoleon, yeah. Uh, I thought
3: they said his name was Natalie when they very first said it. So, <laughs> so
0: Natalie Wood's house. <laughs> they send three guys to attack him and get the other two. That's the only time he really retaliates because later on there's a scene that you just allude to where they chase Tony down the street. Tony initiates that. He goes straight to Scarface's face and he's like, yeah, I'm here. What are you going to do about it? And it's all planned out already. What's going to happen? That's not really like, you know what I'm talking about? Like you need that scene in which they strike back and they hit the main characters in a place they didn't expect. I kept saying like the old funny guy, Napoleon Dynamite, he would get killed and it would make those two characters get their shit together and be like shit this is real mm. but they never had that moment they never had that yeah, moment yeah i was
2: saying that he wasn't going to die cuz he was like too funny it's like
0: oh the funny guy yeah but sometimes they kill those kind of characters in movies i know but to this draw this one... something from the audience i know
2: but this one i felt oh, it they were oh i knew on
0: level but it would have been better <laughs> they try to do it like oh no luigi died but the main characters two of them don't know who luigi is or don't care And then Tony didn't actually care. And for us, we kept asking, like, have we met Luigi yet? Because his name was brought up a lot. But then when we did, we realized we hadn't. Yeah. And then he died pretty quickly. Can we talk about that scene? The Luigi death scene? Oh, yes. That scene introduces something very important. Explosions. Uh, This film later will go on to have explosions a lot. And this introduces that they have nonsensical explosions. (laughs) Will, do Do tell us about our good friend uh, Pepe Pepe Le Pew or Pepe, Pepe Pew. or whatever he was Pepe Longstockings and Pip-pip. Luigi
3: Alright, so Pepe is an, an ambitious man and a prick And um, he's been uh, confronted by uh, Mr Scarface And he's, um, he's a turncoat now <gasps> He's going to he in the murder. Balls. <laughs> he got kicked in the balls, and now he's a Judas. So he's going to betray Luigi, and murder him to get into Mr. Scarface's good graces. Yeah, and he does this by. I mean, Luigi has skipped town at this point, and then I think he came back, or yeah, Pepe came Pepe to hold him. him up and be like, "Yo, let's talk." All right, Ryan's paying attention. He knows <laughs> the score. Um, so um, he gets him back. And he very suddenly shoots him right in the head, shoots him right in the forehead.
0: Yeah. Bang. And just to clarify, what we'll just, just explain what we'll just explain the, the audience doesn't know at this point. We figure this out because he shoots Luigi in the head. Yeah. Yes,
3: yes.
2: That's why it was very sudden.
3: So it's sudden. And so then he places Luigi if I'm remembering yep. the mm-hmm. uh, Yes. Events him. as they occurred, he places Luigi, now deceased. Into the car, and he grabs a uh, can of petrol that's clearly water, and he just starts <laughs> getting it all over the place. He's spraying it all over the car, and it's in the car. And then he pushes the car
0: into like for a good minute. Not he even gently to, like, pushes the yeah. car all, and he doesn't just push it and let it lets it go on its own. He walks with it while
3: pushing it. He gently pushes it, not even not even like a particular slope, just kind of just off the road. Not into like a ravine or anything it's dramatic like that. Like the edge like of that. the woods
2: or something.
0: Just like the Not edge
3: of it. Not even a, that. It was no, just no, some like rock a, nice, a nice park. Yeah. It's <laughs> a patch of grass that could do with some maintenance. So he pushes in there and then he gets his petrol and he's um, doing a trail. a trail. Doing a trail from the car to an arbitrary point where he decided to it. And then he throws the petrol crayon towards the car so that there's evidence of what he's done. <laughs> and on like, he like, oh, and it spins around. <laughs> It spins around, but don't worry, there's more. And then he sets fire to it, and the trail slowly engulfs into flames. But then the car bursts into flames well before the trail has met it.
2: And then in another shot where it's on fire, you can see that there's no trail going up to
0: it. And then it explodes. Now the thing, in a, it, now in now a the fire thing, explosion. Now, the thing that drove me crazy about this, you guys were focused on those details. What drove me crazy about it was I was like, What's his plan here? Like, why didn't he just set it on fire where it was? And I think you and both Barsick and Will stated, well, well, it's going to make it look like a car crash. That's what's going to happen. And I'm like... I think it was Will, yeah. That
3: sounds like the kind of stupid and, shit and, I'd and say. And I
0: just went, but that wouldn't work before he threw the gas thing because he's made a trail and lit it from there. It's obviously the earth is going to scorch down and it's going to be obvious. And then you they'll trace petrol and be like, oh, this got set in fire and pushed down or whatever. But then he threw the the, the, the the petrol back towards the car <laughs> and it immediately fell apart. It was like why did we watch a minute of him pushing this car down the road? because we needed the film to reach 90 minutes. and also
2: because the petrol bottle span when uh, when he threw it, <laughs> some of it could have gotten on him and that's more evidence.
0: yeah or or yeah more evidence as his dead flamed body it's like to why it. do you smell like petrol, Pepe? There's
3: yeah. there's no real cops in this movie, and so I, it's fine.
0: Yeah, we I don't think we ever really see an. There actual There was a traffic cop. cop. Uh, an
2: oh, actual you're cop, right. I said.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Traffic police that's giving way to cars. <laughs> <laughs> what made this movie entertaining other than bad dubbing, weird choices made, like the pushing the car down the ravine or whatever. Mm. Was the narrative I focused
4: on of these
0: characters <laughs> trying so hard not to come across as gay. Because we and go not to, police fashion like because, fighting against it. Because we go to Tony's house or his apartment and every single thing on the wall is a poster or a picture skimpy of women. skimpy naked women. And I said, oh, he's really trying to prove he's not gay. And then Bart's like, you're like, oh, but only to people he lets in. And then when we see he opens the front door, the front of the door <laughs> is covered <laughs> as well. <laughs> so he's making sure that everyone who ever goes near his place knows he's not gay.
2: Yeah, like some goons, like, break in there, then, like, look around for a few seconds <laughs> and leave.
0: And I was like, man, they should have had some dubbing. I was like, oh, well, I, I thought, thought he was gay. I th- thought he was <laughs> gay. And then, like, looks at one of the naked Pictures it's like oh, well, I thought he was gay, and then the other guy's like, "Well, I guess it's not." <laughs> or one of those classy, like classy. This would be such a trauma thing. The gangsters go there, and then they grab one of the pictures and look at it, and it cuts to a close-up of the naked person, naked lady. Cuts back to the guy, and he's like, <laughs> "Like, oh boy!" And then Tony's somewhere in the house while he's looking at that, and like smacks his head into the picture right Mm. and knocks him out that would have been really good that would be a trauma thing that would be like a tro like that would be a metal gear solid trauma thing but instead we don't get anything fun so we have to make our own narrative of rick and tony are clearly gay for one another because rick is a little blonde blonde guy he's like i guess he's he's not a twink he's a hunk He's well, very Tony, capable. Tony's yeah. Is such a twunk? A, or? He's a twunk. Well, Tony is such a twink. <laughs> uh, and Tony... <laughs> he gets whipped at one point, <laughs> he I guess. Just, and he says, mm, I like it. <laughs> uh, Mamma mia! <laughs> and we had to make that our narrative. And at first, I you know, this, is, this is the usual thing. First Bartek, you're like, hey, yeah, yeah. But then eventually, there just comes points where there's so little to grab onto. In this movie, we just have to make our own narrative. To be blunt, we
2: were making just a bunch of gay jokes.
0: Well, we were making a (laughs) bunch of straight jokes, too. That's true, Where I was like, oh, you're straight? It was equal opportunity. (laughs) We were equally offensive to both. Um, No lesbian jokes, so... No, there was a scene
2: where there were a bunch of men and women in a bed, but we focused on the men. We did focus on the That's men. That's where our attention was <laughs> because, <we all, laughs> because we
0: all went, how gay is it to have an orgy where you have two guys and <laughs> three women? No, no, it was like four, four, four women. women. Four <laughs> four women. women. <laughs> okay. I just, guess I was too focused on the men. Pay attention. <laughs> we immediately, like, it was weird when they s- probably slapped their dicks side to side. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I don't know anyone ready to hide you guys, huh? What about Clara and those two whores? They'll look after us. We can uh, bang them, too. Ah, you will, huh? And if you can't get it up some night, they sell you out, huh? Uh, No, I know a
1: safe
0: place. Oh, there was one other scene I think is of prominence to talk about. There's few, but really they're all kind of boring. The one that I think we all got a good chuckle out of and confused chuckles is... um, Napoli is, like, phoning Scarface himself. And he's being all cocky and being all like... I killed your men. I did it. I'm so cool. This was right after the
2: one Scarface retaliation that Ryan talked about earlier.
0: And I have parked the car outside your office. You better get it quick before, like, parking inspectors come to get it, because I parked it crappily. Yeah, it's like, and you then... wouldn't want to get a
2: parking ticket to and this, like, this big, big really And it's this really funny
0: cat and mouse game. And we keep cutting <laughs> to him in the phone booth, right? Yeah. And we keep cutting to Jack Polance and his number one in the office. And they're looking down in the street. And he's like, the number one gets sent down there. What we didn't realize until the number one is at the car is that Napoli's at a phone booth on the same street, literally right next to that car. And then he tells them that he's there. And they don't get him. They let him go. And the street was empty. But then later in the movie, Jack Balance says, Scarface is like, Yeah, you three go get Tony in the populated streets. Yeah.
2: In the middle of traffic. <laughs> I,
0: I, I... With the traffic bar. <sighs> what was that? <laughs> like, I just get so lost. And then Scarface is like, Yeah, his one weakness is he's cocky. And then he never gets know en- what, I that's mean? what I mean. You know what, what I mean? I- see? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, it's a pretty obvious statement. But what I mean is, like, Scarface then says, like, he's cocky, and you're thinking, oh, in a good movie, they would use that cockiness and get him. And then the main characters, Rick and Tony, will snap into gear, or something, whether they don't kill him or not, they just capture him. But they don't do anything. Instead, they decide, hey, come meet me at the butcher's house, or whatever it is, the old slaughterhouse. And we're gonna have a shootout scene there for ten minutes, in which you're dealt with in one minute. <laughs> and that's and wait, so that yeah, that was a slaughterhouse
2: area, and that was also where the guy Rick grew up because his dad was the butcher. Right, that's right. Big yeah. twist. Big, big
3: twist. twist. Rick's
0: the main character.
3: Big twist. <laughs> oh,
4: Mamma mia, what a perfect spot! Why nobody could find us here. Hmm.
0: This film is an interesting one, nonetheless. But would we recommend it, William? Um, oh, sorry. Wild, wet, will.
3: <laughs>
2: wet and wild, will. Wet, wild. It's time to get wet, wet and wild.
3: wild and will here. Um, <laughs> look, I, I already said it was the second best out of the mystery box ones. Uh, opinion, I'm just going to stick with. So, um, yeah, watch it on YouTube and uh, jump around. Skip the boring bits. Jump around.
0: Jump, 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 jump around. Jump, around. Jump, <laughs> jump, jump around. Bartek.
2: I don't hate that I've seen it, but it wasn't that great. So, um I I'd, I'd say if you can I think I might have said this also with Meteor Apocalypse, if you can find a cut that someone's made of it that's called like The Best of Mr. Scarface, you could probably watch that and have a laugh. Watching the whole film on its own though definitely not alone. <laughs>
0: Not alone. I think for me it's a no. Yeah. I think I did say yes for Meteor Apocalypse. I think I was a bit like I don't know. I can't remember. But we were both pretty negative on it. I liked Meteor Apocalypse more. I think the problem is here's the difference. Meteor Apocalypse. I think you could do a supercut, but I think it would drain some of the humor from that because a part of it is the journey too. Yeah. Well, this you could just. Spice them together and watch that, and you don't need anything more. However, I do appreciate that this is a film. Yeah. It's made with film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's classy. Like, even though I mentioned the nudity and the sexual stuff, it's still not uh, gross or weird or misogynistic or racist or any of these things. It's just there. I would not recommend it, no. But I wouldn't say it's the worst thing ever. Nah. It's fine. Do you it's... hate that you've seen it? I don't yeah, hate that I've seen it. Here. However, I was bored. Mm. A lot. There were just many times in which I just sighed out loud. Like... <sighs> and that's the best way to describe it. It's, It's got a couple of interesting jokes and funny things in there. Intentional or unintentional. And that's it don't don't bother with it Troma, you could have done better you could have picked better <laughs> you could have made this into something interesting with your own dubbing like a ghost stories thing mm. but instead we get this and it's odd yeah
2: so at the end of the credits we saw there was a 1997 message and so that's probably when Troma acquired the rights to it and put like Lloyd and... when they
0: consumed it yeah
2: yeah. Um, but the film did not come out in nineteen ninety seven, so we oh, yeah. have to all give our guesses of when we thought it was. Uh William. Ho, whoa, ho ho,
3: whoa, whoa. Um, it's um I feel lost in the woods here, just really, really, really lost. So, um <laughs> Yeah, right. Where should I go? This is a tough one. Where should I go? Hmm. I'm 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 not confident in it, but I'm sort of I'm sort of leaning in on a time frame. Let me just kind of calibrate it in in 1986.
0: I'll go with 86 is a good mm-hmm. choice. Hit me. See, so uh, my big difficulty still is deciding the decade. Yeah, <laughs> so good, let alone the fucking <laughs> year, because my toss up is between the 70s or 80s. Right, because this l- has yeah. such a. Such a specific style of thing. However, I'm going to lock in the '80s like Will did,
2: mm-hmm. for the
0: simple reason of: before we talked, you mentioned the Scarface with Al Pacino, but and that was made in 1983. However, I'm not. I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about Jack Polance himself. Yep. I'm thinking about him in the Batman 1989. That's the end of the '80s, and he looks younger here. Mm-hmm. So it can't be the late '80s; it has to be the earlier '80s. I'm gonna lock in 1984 because this movie is a dystopian nightmare, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's how I feel. My guess when watching it was, uh, and I've already told you that I was very close. Was about so, to that, find out. so I'm glad you asked me last. My guess was 1977. Oh fuck! <laughs> it was 1976. Is this one of the oldest
0: things we've watched?
2: This is second to Tommy.
0: Yeah, second to Tommy, and the oldest thing we've watched for the mystery box. Yes, nineteen seventy-six. Seventy-six. Damn. Oh fuck! I wasn't even remotely close. I was. I was shocked
2: that I was close. I was a year off.
0: I didn't want to say it was that old, but <laughs> fuck! I I'm still have lost. With, I should have pushed myself. Oh. Fuck me. Oh, they knew how to make movies in the 70s, didn't <laughs> they? This was a year before Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Think about that. This came out when Star Wars was being filmed. That's neat. We'll even mention Peter Cushing. And how Jack Palance had cheekbones like it, but then we talked about Rogue Rogue One and how Rogue One sucks so fucking hard. Save the dream! Save the dream! (laughs) (laughs) Forrest Whitaker, you motherfucker. Handing in the same performance every single movie in the last decade. Love you still. I wish that this movie was made today. And they dragged that CGI technology for Jack Palance. They use that CG for his Mr. Scarface. And the scar that they put on his face is like a little CGI explosion. <laughs> <laughs> It's false face should be the scar No, 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 just the same, like that teardrop thing, but it's a little explosion <laughs> It's just on fire <laughs> No, 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 just on fire, constantly exploding <laughs> And no one mentions it, they still call him Mr. Scarface It's weird that it's called Mr. Scarface Why couldn't they just call it Scarface? Obviously there might be some copyright with the original 1940s movie Yeah,
2: but this was before the really notable 80s one
0: Yeah, exactly. The remake by Brian De Palma. Okay, so it came out in 1976. That's insane. We are stuck in the room now. We're stuck here. We can't end the episode because we're still... We're still... The best way to say this is we are still in shock of the movie's release date to the point in which Jack Palance's ghost has come to visit us to try and wake us out of this shock. We all need to help him with our telepathy powers. To Each one of us needs to suggest an option to him of how to wake each of us up out of our shock. So we need to be shocked and get a guide to help us stop being shocked? Yeah, because we can't do it ourselves. That's not how shock works. But we're able to help someone, well, he's a someone ghost. help us. He's a ghost. But he needs to physically do something to us. We can't. We're we're, we're physically okay, in but, shock. And we, but we have to suggest it while in psychically, shock. Though, well, psych- he's a ghost. Psychically, though. Suggesting psychically. Is can this s- the kind
2: of ghost he is, then?
0: He's a supernatural being. There's no limit to his powers. Okay. He's the kind of ghost I can touch, apparently, too. He's, he's a poltergeist. He's a poltergeist. He can touch things. Jack Palance is so upset right now, your insinuations that he's gay, that he's going to be, like, turning his back and going, I was not the gay one in that movie. I had a scar on my face.
2: <laughs> I don't think that, but I'm in shock, <laughs> so I guess I will say that. look like
0: some cum, but... Um, <laughs> we need to mentally suggest some tricks that he could do to help us. Maybe something influenced by the movie. I'm suggesting with my mental powers that he needs to kick me in the balls real good. (laughs) That'll wake me up. (laughs) That'll wake me up real good. Uh,
2: Bartek? Um... I found out about the year an hour ago, so it's not as strong with me, but it's still present. Yeah, um, your beard is trembling. My beard is trembling. That's true. Um, On its own, I think. I think I'll need to get. Um, I think I'll need him to play upon my fragile masculinity. <laughs> um, I need him to. Apparently, since he has ghost powers that are beyond just you know being a ghost. Um, I want him to transmit an image of the three leads of this film in their buggy driving towards me, um, threatening me with the idea that, oh God, not only am I stuck in a room with two other guys and a guy ghost, but there will soon be these three guys here too, and not a single whore or friend in sight.
0: I love the idea that instead of him projecting it with, like, ghost powers, (laughs) he instead grabs, like, an iPad and (laughs) plays a video, but he has problems figuring out how to play a video because he's Jack Palance. (laughs) He still has the knowledge of Jack Palance from, like, the 80s or the 90s, whenever he died, and he's, like, struggling to figure this out, and you are just, like, getting more and more in shock and can't help him, and he's taking, like, half an hour to figure it out, and he has to phone up his niece, and his niece suggests (laughs) options, and he's like, oh, okay, I got it now, and then he plays it, and then you're like, oh, thank God. But then it's still three guys coming at me, so I have to, like, get over it. Yeah, you have to get over it. I mean, you have to stop being wrecked about it. Um, William... What are you suggesting to Jack Palance's ghost with your mental mind telepathy um, powers? Psychically, I think I'll suggest to Jack the Phantom of Jack
3: Palance to head down to that pizza joint near Chatty, pick me up a calzone, bring that back to the room, and the, the sweet
0: aroma of the calzone will awaken us all from our shop. That is true. It is Italian. I love the idea, too, that while he's doing that... He accidentally takes the iPad with him because he kind of needs it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, for Google Maps. No, no, he needs it just to watch something on the (laughs) bus ride. (laughs) Because Jack Palance, you know, he doesn't want to just sit on the bus and just look at people. People look at him like he's a ghost. Like, Jack Palance wants to put in his earbuds. He doesn't know about podcasts. Yeah, Yeah, he doesn't know about our podcast. And he's still trying to figure out technology and then he goes to the pizza place and they're like, (gasps) Jack Palance is ghost? Like, they know. Because he's irregular. Also, for everyone listening, extra note,
2: Chatty refers to Chadston Shopping Centre, the fashion capital mall of the world. the world. Oh no,
3: Bartek, don't dox Chadston. <laughs> I didn't give its address. Oi, oi, oi. I don't even think they have pizza places in there. So, Whoa, whoa, Flames Pizza move there. They're near Chisholm's
0: Tafe. you fucker. Jack Plants' his ghost orders us that calzone. Bartek's scared of three men coming at him. I get kicked in the balls real good. We're all awake. We're all feeling good. We thank Will for coming on the show and helping us break down the choice that he made. And giving us a calzone. And I can bravely say that, Will, I'm not upset that you chose this. Because like Ryan... I was with <laughs> War Story.
2: Ryan's pissed off at the Italian film he picked. Well, it wasn't Italian, but, you know.
0: The fourth tenor.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Ma party...
0: Thank you, Will, for coming on. It's been a pleasure to hear your rants and raves. Thank you. Um, make guys. sure to subscribe to Wet Wild Will on Pornhub.com. You'll find someone called that, I'm sure. Um, whether it's Will, Will or not, you'll find out. Uh, Bartek, a pleasure, as always, to be going into the dark, murky tunnels that is the box. (laughs) That is (laughs) Troma as well. Troma in the box. As always, listening people, we are on all the podcast platforming sites available. Do rate and review us on whichever ones allows it. It's very much appreciated. Dare I say, unappreciated? No, it is appreciated. But your reviews are always a masterpiece. Always a masterpiece to In us. In our hearts. In our minds. If you're a girl. Or a boy.
2: Uh, or no, girl. Or other. Or Brazilian.
0: Also, I wasn't erect. Or a pet. <laughs> and <laughs> as always, you've been fantastic, amazing, wonderful listening people. You can find us on the social medias of Facebook and Twitter. Do message us on those or shout us out or whatever or say, I'm yeah. Jack Palance's ghost. Yeah, do it.
2: We have a 44 minute response rate
0: exactly according to facebook and we can be found spit and polish presents you'll find us pretty easy and that's about it we have an email that's in the description as well but that's spit and polished at gmail.com spit and polish ed our guy ed he answers the emails hey it's me ed and, um, yeah, we do like to get some emails if you have some suggestions for movies to cover on our weekly show, Pictures Power, or you have death threats, or if you're Jack Palance's agent and you're very upset that we used his name in vain. Didn't we get a scam once? Um, dur- if you're a scam... During the Major Pain episode? If you're a scam, scam us if you like. We'll we'll send it to the Hoax Hotel. We'll send it to the Hoax Hotel. Uh, and, yeah, that's about it. Until next time, listening people... Remember? Mamma mia!